2: Mornings. We're talking about it Mornings. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: very many Monday mornings,
2: junkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. Jordan. I feel like we should say before we get started, this is the earliest it's ever been. <laughs> it's ha- it is. It is. very early in the morning. It it certainly is. I don't even
0: know this hour existed. This is Coffee Less Jordan, too. Yeah, really. I'm having a rough go <laughs> thus far. We're getting <laughs> lots of different versions of Jordan over the last few podcasts. <laughs>
2: that's true.
0: Um, it's George Clooney's birthday.
2: George. I know George. I
0: normally do a fun start. <laughs> yeah, that was riddle born. was pretty bad. Yeah, it was Wasn't bad bad it bad? Yeah. Who who was it though? That's the cu- that's the clue. So Val who is Kilmer. It? George. Very Clooney. good. Yes. <laughs> George Clooney, friend of the podcast. Um I would have George. Taken more time to write something creative, <laughs> but a lot of my time has just been spent on thinking about Endgame. Still, just decompressing. It's still in my mind. Yeah, I think it's yeah. still in everybody's mind. Um, so this movie, and also again, there will be no spoilers in this no, episode. No, 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 no. no, no. Just don't so worry,
3: everyone knows. Please don't go. Please don't go.
0: Please don't go. Come back. Go. Um, we do record on. Fridays. I don't know if… I hope the Chunkies are aware of that. This is no, always
2: live. It's live. That's what on-demand we means. We out and wait for no, you to no. press play. Yeah, someone's
0: like, my version of this was a little bit different. Do they just keep… Every time someone <laughs> clicks play… we get a notification on our phone. start goes, over. Oh, sorry we guys, we're going to go back again. to the beginning. Somebody just started it. <laughs> um, so Friday now it's been out for almost a full well a, a little more week. than a, a full week. week. Yeah, I guess Thursdays technically because midnight showings are so weird now because they're not midnight anymore and they're on Thursdays. Uh, <laughs> it it's, it's guys. It's the sixth highest-grossing movie of all time worldwide. Yep, wow, sixth. It's projected
3: to pass Titanic by the end of this week.
2: Yep. So that wow. do
3: you think it'll pass Avatar too?
0: Because
3: um, Avatar's about six hundred million more. I think it will eventually. Yeah.
2: I think so.
0: I mean, I like, like better why than Avatar. Can studios just tag on another weekend if they want? Because here's what's so interesting. Because when you look at… Like, if you were to go to Box Office Mojo and look at both of these these James Cameron movies, Titanic and Avatar, they had two releases. So, technically, yeah. Box Office Mojo gives you how many weeks they were in theaters. Right. And it's bonkers. It's like 40 weeks for Avatar. And here we have Endgame with one, and it's already sixth all-time. It's, yeah. it's honestly unbelievable. It really is, yeah. And so… That had me thinking because on one side of the world, we have Endgame, which is, I mean, going to be possibly the biggest. It's hard to even say possibly anymore because it's shattering all expectations. Yeah, yeah, Biggest blockbusters of all time. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of like, don't you feel like the movie world should just give it space? Like, just don't do anything. Yeah. Don't try and do anything for a while.
2: Well, there's not a football game the week after the Super Bowl. Right. right, right. Is there Dude, I actually what, didn't know there's that? Not, no, <laughs> okay, good, perfect, no that's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> there Unless, might yeah, be. the Pro Bowl might be before, but that's what I was going to say too. I was like, either you way, can't forget about the Pro, Bowl. The Pro but Bowl, but you definitely forget
0: about the Pro Bowl. So that's sure, that's still does. a good analogy. But, well, it's not super. So a, a preview came out recently for Sonic. Yeah, oh my gosh, and <sighs> do, I mean, we want some quick opinions on that. If you haven't seen the preview go
2: see
3: it. I think people should watch it, right?
2: Yeah. This is the worst I don't want to
3: steal Doja's thunder here, but he has one particular complaint that
2: the worst me. character design I have ever seen. Did you hear what is happening? Yeah. I did. Is that real? Yeah. yeah. So Do you know how much that will cost? The director tweeted— They only have five months to do it. After the trailer came out, the director tweeted, Hey, we've heard your feedback loud and clear. You guys absolutely hate the way this fast guy looks. So we are completely redesigning him. Well,
3: from a movie standpoint, there's one thing and one thing only that I like about the movie. And it is that Ben Schwartz plays Sonic. Yeah. Other than that, like the tone of the trailer was atrocious. I hate the like— You know the the worst
2: part about the trailer?
3: That Sonic's an alien from outer space. No, that's pretty bad. His teeth. Yeah. That's his that's teeth the complaint I was talking about. He part. has people teeth. <laughs> he has human teeth. Inside of his alien uncanny valley hedgehog Hedgehog? That'd be better. Way. Yeah. Hedgehog head. So here's the thing. Like that's this preview,
0: regardless of the time of year, probably would have been bad. I think oh, so. Yeah. And granted, it's not coming <clears throat> out until November,
2: supposedly. Uh, yeah. But they they gave us a preview this early. Which
0: honestly… Usually a pretty big garner of how much a movie expects to make… Is how quickly you get a preview… Like how far away from the release date you actually get a preview. Yeah, Yeah. So something like that to tease us is like… Whoa, this is going to be
2: a big deal. But But I… In terms of like video game movies… Right. They put that out the week that Detective Pikachu released… Right. That Which, feels like a, a really unwanted comparison to draw. In terms of character design, yeah. at least, that's a really and unwanted Detective comparison And Detective Pikachu is getting
0: some good reviews. <clears throat> yeah. So that's good for yeah. Doge on the I'm box a office. That's thing, well. good for me. Um, but I, it kind of in a roundabout of, of way, had me dive into some research. Mm-hmm. Because even though Sonic is not coming out <clears throat> anywhere near in game, I started thinking about what are some movies <clears throat> that were kind of forgotten about or they gained momentum well after. And that's simply because they were released the around the time, time of like massive, massive yeah. movies. And when I say massive, I don't necessarily mean good. I just mean these movies had more hype. Yeah. And so I have a fun list here. I don't know if we can call it burst because there's not really numbers here. So I've got five different movies here. I want to look through your list. Your paper see-through. Oh, gosh. I've got five movies. And then I'm going to give you… My research was… I kind of did a, a buffer around each of these movies of three weeks. So, either three weeks before or three weeks after. Okay. This would be something where you feel like it's fresh on the mind. And that's kind of the roundabout way for me. Because I, I had just seen Endgame, this massive CGI masterpiece. And then I see, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm like, whoa, oh, you guys should have waited. <laughs> this other uh, massive CGI yeah, masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't the other have,
3: end of the spectrum.
0: I don't think you should have done this. Um, so, I want to start with… Are you all familiar with Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also called movie. also yeah. called Lived I Repeat. Great uh-huh. movie. Love yeah. that did movie. Did not do very well nope. in theaters. Uh, it was released on June 6th of 2014. Okay. But another movie that was released in June 6th of 2014 that did better
2: was The Fault in Our Stars. Mm. Oh yeah. You can't get that. That was a, that one. a
0: very big deal. Uh, there was also 22 Jump Street, mm. How yeah. to Train Your Dragon 2, all within a week wow. of that. Wow. Uh,
2: That's a and big then week.
0: two weeks after that release was the new Tarzan. Do you remember the new Tarzan oh, that was coming oh, yeah. out? Live action yeah. with… Uh, with Skarsgård? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so all of those ended up doing better in theaters than The Edge of Tomorrow.
3: Dang. Wow. That's Very crazy. interesting. Uh, Which is… Particularly with Tom Cruise
2: seems wild. It it's really like, does. Tom Cruise seems like surefire box office money. Yeah. Was that around the time that they were doing the Scientology documentary though? You know what? I wonder if that that's had very something to do with it. If that might be. If people were like, listen, yeah. my girl Leah told me not to go see this. No, yeah. that's been within the last couple of years. Was it? Her I don't thing. remember when that was. Anyway.
0: So, Iron Giant. Any fans of the Iron Giant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 1999, August 6th. Also released on August 6th, Mystery Men. Do y'all remember that? No. Ben Stiller. And it's a ragtag crew of superheroes. But it made what? more money. There was like a guy who could… Like he was like Magneto, but it only worked with forks and spoons or something. And then a girl whose dad lived in a bowling ball, like the spirit of it was just so bizarre, but it made more money. Also, the same what? release. So, I, the Iron Giant and the Sixth Sense released on the same day. Wow. And then oh, wow. Runaway Bride was just a week before. So, wow, it was like yeah. right in the middle of all these things, especially when you're thinking about
2: 1999. Yeah. Some it's more stuff that was considered movie iconic. To compete. Too, with any of that stuff, image doesn't draw as much.
3: When they say party like it's nineteen ninety nine, do they mean party they like mean, Iron Giant? They mean grab yourself a ticket to the Iron Giant Six and have yourself a good and old time. Runaway Bride just came out. Yes, yes. So? that's
0: exactly what they mean. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, yes, yes. So Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, August thirteenth of two thousand and ten. You see, a lot of these are summer releases. Uh-huh. Yeah, so usually these more, not necessarily lower, yeah, lower budget type films around the time of blockbusters is not the best idea. Uh, but you had Inception. Cool. Okay, yeah. The Expendables. Yeah. And Salt. Salt was the Angelina Jolie movie. Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot about that. That uh, <laughs> was
0: like, had people right down the middle in terms of whether they liked it or not. But yeah. all of those were within three weeks of Scott Pilgrim. So, it didn't Jeez. do so hot. The Big Lebowski. So, we're going a little more back in time here. March 6th, 1998. Do you remember the movie Everest? Everest. It no. made so much oh, money. I, I, it, was a, it was a mountain climbing movie. Yeah, and I remember I seeing remember it that. in theaters and I vividly remember it because I thought I wasn't ever going to be able to pee. Like I held my <laughs> pee for the whole movie because it was intense. And then I came out and I cried. I was like younger. I think I was like 13, 11, 14. 12. I think I was like 12. And I was just like, oh my God. It's like, I'm never going to pee again. What happens? Like what happens? Like <laughs> what if I had had, had a cell phone, or? I would have looked up. Hey, Google, can I die from not peeing? I think um, you probably can just maybe throwing that out there. Uh, Man in the Iron Mask was within a week of Lebowski. U.S. Marshals, which was a Tommy Lee Jones movie yep. with Wesley Snipes. It was a big deal. And then The Wedding Singer. Adam Sandler kind of had a firm grip <laughs> Love that on, uh, on the box yeah. office. And so Lebowski was one of those movies that did not gain momentum until that's interesting much later. And then finally, Shawshank Redemption, considered one of the greatest movies of all time. October 14th, 1994. Released on the same day, Pulp Fiction. Wow. Did you know that? No. Those both crazy. released on the exact same day. It's pretty then wild. Just a week before Interview with a Vampire. Oh, mm, wow. Which has Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, big names. That was Tom Cruise pre Scientology reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, so Shawshank Redemption made about $52 million in theaters. Do you know what more than doubled it and came out just uh, about a week after? The Santa Claus.
3: <laughs> oh man!
0: <laughs> More than the Shawshank Redemption, which I mean, that's this shouldn't crazy. blow our minds at all. I mean, they're about the same quality of movie, right? Yeah, but yeah, Tim that's Owens just something that happens. I know, and that, and I I feel like I'm always aware of that because Tim I don't know if I would want to even be. I don't know if I would want to be near Endgame in terms of a release right now. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how Detective Pikachu does.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, they've got all that, especially like overseas interest. Right. Like, I think it'll do well here as well. But I I think like… This movie is going to do particularly well in Japan, where Pokemon was like started, born, where yeah. they were all born yeah. before they
2: made their great migration yeah. to yeah. Right. America. Yeah. You, yes, you've watched the new National Geographic, yeah, yeah. National Treasure, same. Yeah. It's all the same, honestly. National um, Treasure,
3: Book of Pokemon,
0: but yeah, that'll be really interesting, uh, especially if it continues with the good reviews that it has right yeah. now. Yeah, I um, plan on seeing it. Do you and think, I'm not
2: afraid to say that.
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm never going to say it. Uh, again, without spoilers. Mm. Okay. Now, we can talk Game of Thrones. What's so interesting about this is you're going to get to hear us talk about not what happened last night on Game of Thrones, but what happened a week ago. Yeah. Right? And so, we, we probably won't do this every episode, but it's a big deal. Um, it feels like the consensus… Have you all seen the Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yes. Most recent episode? Yeah. yeah. The consensus is uh, Marvel… Uh, in, in terms of battles… Marvel kicked booty. It's not even close. It's not even close.
2: Yeah. In terms of conclusion, like, I I think it's, at some point in our podcast, probably when we do Star Wars, we're going to have a really, really fruitful conversation about subverting expectations for subversion's sake. Um, But the things that happened in, by the time you were hearing this two weeks ago on Game of Thrones, felt very, very similar to unceremoniously killing Snoke in the middle of the last Jedi just because just he can. because nobody expected it yeah I literally had a conversation with Vince
0: Kelly about yeah. this um and it's not that we were even on different sides it was just it, it's either it's either me just making a desperate grab at deciding like is good writing like can subversion be good writing
1: <clears throat> I think it was in that
0: sense, well. yeah yeah And does that kind of bring some kind of realism because there's so much stuff we don't ever expect to happen? But even then too, how come, you know, if it's fantasy or if it's science fiction, why
2: not just give the people what they want? Well, here's the thing. Avengers Endgame completely subverted my expectations. Great point. That's a subversion of of what I thought was going to happen. And I'm not going to get spoilery with it, but I had a very different roadmap in my head of how I thought that movie would play out but the the writing was good and it was earned and everything that happened in that movie felt like the the, uh, inevitable, unavoidable, logical, yet still surprising conclusion to what had come before. Yep. A next step that both made sense and surprised me. Yeah. And this next step in Game of Thrones surprised me, but it doesn't hold water if you've been watching for 10 years, as long as the show's been on.
3: I think that a good good subversion should feel like a, well-executed magic trick, Um, the ending payoff should be, oh, I did not know how they were going to get there. But when you watch it again, you see like,
2: oh, okay. I can see the the pieces together.
3: And I think bad subversion and kind of what The Last Jedi felt like and what this has kind of felt like to me is watch my hand for this magic trick and then slap with the right and be like, you didn't expect that, did you? And it's like, well, yeah, why would I? That's not what we had agreed on. And so- now, that being said, by the time this episode comes out, I might already be eating this words because maybe they have this brilliant setup to just absolutely sure. pay off everything that they have done. Um, as a of like now, it. on on the day we are recording, my prediction is that we have watched Game of Thrones jump the shark.
0: Yeah. Wow. That wow, that would even be... And that's a bigger deal than than when Happy Days did it, obviously. Yeah. Because this has far much
2: more worldwide appeal. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I put them about equal. Yeah. They're pretty much the same. <laughs> Uh so <laughs> is Game of just, Thrones the happy days? Is it's HBO's happy days? They've just been chasing their happy days. <laughs> it's when we finally got it. It's when John John like elbows the jukebox
3: and Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Amazing. John. Um, Johnsy? Like, hey.
3: hey. John Z. <laughs>
0: the Johns. Um I, I think let's just give us our, ourselves so that we don't have to be so vague. Let's yep. give ourselves a
2: little bit, we'll give a spoiler alert. Because I want to talk a little bit yeah. more about this, okay. about Game of Thrones, just because it's such a have, big conversation. If right you are now. not caught up to season eight, episode three, the Battle of Winterfell, skip. You can turn for, it. I think, off now. I think it's yeah.
3: technically called the Long Night. Now, is it really? I think so. I think Whatever that's the name of the episode. Whatever they subverted our expectations.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, what was the most disappointing about this episode to you?
2: They gave Arya the end of someone else's story. John. John's story. That's the end of John's arc. That's because of like the the theories and everything is like the prince that was promised. Not even that within the show itself. I I don't want to talk a ton about theories because theorizing can get you into trouble if you're hoping on that kind of stuff. Right. Well, fun to do. The show
3: is set upon the idea of like the myths mean nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The the the, so I'm okay with that. The the biggest bummer to me is that. The show up to this point has been the message of the show has been if you don't put your crap aside and band together you will die. Yep, that has been present in every single episode since the beginning. Every episode can be summed up in that sentence because we watch people die because they don't they don't put their crap aside. They focus on the pettiness of their relationships rather than the big stakes of the overall end game. Yeah, uh, no Avengers reference there. Um, But what this episode did is take that and throw it away. And say, well, you actually don't have to put all your crap aside. Most of you do. If most of you can band together, or if some of you can band together, you're going to avert the long night. Yeah. But what this episode did is prove Cersei right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this ended. if this is really the end of the Night King, this was just a North problem. This was not a problem that all seven kingdoms needed to unite to fight against. This is... Hey, let me send troops to the north, and they'll take care of it. And that's a big number because that's the opposite of what the show's been saying for the past ten years.
3: Yeah, Arya is my second favorite character in the show, so I have literally no problem with what went down. As far as like, you took it from my boy. Like that's not my situation at all. Um, I I do I do just agree. Like don't you have set up you have set up importance on one character, and then at the last second, you know, slapped the face with the left hand. And I I think I think for this sake. Let's not forget, and this doesn't change
0: that it's disappointing, right? I'm disappointed too. And I'm even, I think at first I was trying, like at first I was just really disappointed at the end of the episode. Then I was like, no, 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 no. My optimism shined through. And I was like, let's see. I mean, this is halfway through the season. What's right. going to happen? But like David and David, they lost source material two years ago. Sure. And it's like, should they have just waited like, because were the, weren't they trying to press into George Martin and be
3: like, hey… Supposedly, he has already written… Like, told them everything that was going to happen.
0: Like, supposedly, yeah, really? we're
3: still following what his original Even plan was. Even still. I know
2: I don't think we actually are, but supposedly, we were.
3: Wow. So, but I for think me…
2: I think he's waiting for the show to end before he releases it. So, he I can have, change his ending if nobody likes it. In, in four weeks, the Winds of Winter is going to drop. Like, I think the book comes out when the episode I was having this, a conversation with ends. some of my friends about this. Because it's such a unique…
0: I don't think there's ever been, uh, at least not that I remember, a situation like this. Like it's yeah this this epic series is being carried by literature. The literature falls off. They have to finish the series. Literature comes back as soon as series is over, and I think and then all of a sudden like it. There's so much hype. Like it's just building
2: off the, of the cynicism hype of, in me says that he's letting the show take the fall for what he's uh, an ending that he's not confident about. Which this is a guy that wrote about slaughters of. People that we loved, right? So, so it's yeah. not
0: like it's not like him to do something like yeah. this let me, let to me just be seedy. Jump and awful. on at that
3: point. Come on. The, my main disappointment with the episode that we got last week is that I feel like Game of Thrones has been completely neutered, and they're afraid to do anything that matters. Hmm. I mean, we lost again. Spoilers! 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 I'm giving you five seconds to hit pause. F- four, three, two. Here we go. We lost Jorah. Yeah. And Lyanna. Yeah. And Theon. And Theon. Right. Yeah. This is the third episode of the final season of the show. Yep. Where are... I mean, like... I'm not a masochist, I don't think, but like... Where are the deaths that matter here?
2: Yeah, there was just yeah, something about the stakes. And I think it's because it happened in the middle of the season. And in it... The stakes just did not feel high. No, yeah, not at all for this for this episode. Yeah. And it was maybe a
3: miscommunication of it seems like other important things should be happening and then at the end of the episode it was like oh this was the big important thing
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and i mean
3: we could talk all day about how dark the episode was that's an editing thing it's not a big deal but yeah like for me it's just like what happened to the game of thrones I'm, i mean am i supposed to be afraid going into this next they're not going to kill anybody no what am i afraid of everybody's going to live <laughs> yeah and i know so. that's not true but that's just how it feels
0: yeah we'll see what our tone is next week but um yeah i just thought we would talk a little bit about that, because I think it is such a big conversation want, right now. I
2: do want to say the uh, the line that they tried to bring back and use as foreshadowing in this episode from Melisandra, When she says, I see eyes that you will shut forever. Some brown, green, blue. Well, she says brown, green, blue in this episode when she actually says that for the first time. She says brown, blue, green. Placing no importance on the blue eyes. And that is clearly a reference to Arya's time in Braavos with the Faceless Men and her training to become an assassin. That is not... I don't believe that was ever intended to be foreshadowing for Arya killing the Night King. I think that was they made this call. Apparently, they made the call three years ago for <laughs> Arya to to be the one to do it, uh, and then they're like, "Well, crap, we haven't really set that up. Let's find something that we've said before that we can use to justify that."
3: Hmm.
0: Yep. Um. So, movies coming out this week. That was our game of tones. Um, <laughs> game of moans. Game of so Game of about groans. About yeah. Dude. Game of groans for um, real. <laughs> May 10th, Detective Pikachu release. So this makes box office ball interesting. I, I'm trying to… I wonder if I'm going to go see this. I might go see this in theaters. Yeah, I think I might too. It just because I'm a Pokemon guy. There's a the Tolkien movie is coming out. Oh, which yeah. is yeah. Uh, not doing so hot review-wise right now. Oh, man. Uh, and then uh, let's just pick a random one. The Biggest Little Farm. That's also coming out. It That's looks a good, documentary,
2: right? right? It is a documentary. Oh, I, that think is I saw actually, a preview yeah, it. It looks really, really interesting. Awesome. It looks pretty good. It has 100%
0: on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Wow. So oh, wow. Maybe you should check it out. Um, okay, well, to uh, end this episode, only say your name if you have to poop really bad.
2: I'm Dosh. All right, well. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>